Okay, hello everyone, and welcome back to I Couldn't Be YouTuber, so I decided to make a podcast instead, episode 9. So I was recently, but I, I was I was going through these things, and I finally just amassed um, an interesting thing that I wanted to say for the previous favorite quotes, for story ideas, for what I wanted to try and convey with urban life. Um, one term I've always wanted to talk about is chicken soup, right? Um, if you if you don't know, chicken soup is very famous in in Chinese web novels, at least in the circles and the books that I've read. Um, they always there's pretty much this internet term called um, a lot of internet terms like um, um, internet water army, which just liu shui jun. That's just the internet water army. It just translates to the people who are writing stuff on the internet. Hey, so right, you know, black hand. Um, the black internet army is just people who are criticizing, you know, the um, the water forces, basically the people that are paid to write stuff, you know, paid to write like five star reviews or one star reviews to break people, you know, internet gossip and drama. I'm trying to think, are there any, any other internet terms off the top of my head? Um, I did a video on internet language, the various numbers and, and shorthand for what that meant, like 666 just meant um, you're really good at something. Um, series of eights means you're just um, very rich. Um, someone has a lot of money. Um, whales, I mean, that's the more English term for just a very rich player. Uh, pay to win, P2W, right? Stuff like that. TMD is tomato. <laughs> just, just Chinese cuss word of uh, FU. Um, TMD, Nima, uh, uh, right? Um, so TMD. I think NMD or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I, I recently stumbled across an interesting quote. The the one that I was talking about, like, you know, um, you know, um, you may not be 18 years old, but there'll all be someone who's 18 years old. So I, I was basically just watching another, um, um, uh, I was watching a clip um, by Jonathan Fass's Clips. Um, he, he made a video called A Message from Giga, which basically spliced together um, the YouTube message that Giga made in 2016. And um, his most recent video um, in 2021 called um, I Used to Work for the BBC. Um, and although I've never watched the full video, vid I really like the way um, Jonathan edited um, or, or spliced the clips. Unfortunately, it's not his content, but I still enjoy the fact he's really good at editing. And a lot of people in the woodworks and comments had some very supportive things to say and told their own story. Very, very interesting. Um, and I just wanted to share my take on that um, and then urban life and then how what I'm doing and I'm writing with urban life web novels. So, you know, this this may go back to story ideas or something of the sort. So I, I was scrolling down in the comment section. Right. I, I love the music. I love the way it was spliced, you know, the, the difference in years. And I stumbled across a quote by uh, De Ray Antigua. Um, so he basically wrote, on one hand, sure. Um, on the other hand, um, he, who basically is referencing Gigguk or Gaunt, uh, Grant, um, he, Grant is one in, in 10,000 who try um, that, YouTube, and gets to tell the tale of his success, right? You know, we only listen to the people who are successful. We don't really, like, you know, because those are the people that made it. There are literally thousands of people who went broke trying to do streaming or YouTube or opening their own shop or restaurant and so on, right? In Korea, what is it? It's the fried chicken industry. Um, in China, oh no, sorry, it's the pizza industry in Korea. It's the fried chicken industry in China. Hot pot, right? That was a thing. Um, milk tea, right? That was that was big. Some some of them are fad, some of them are big, um, and so on for every success story like this, right? Don't ever ask the successful people why they're successful. Eh, it's debatable, right? You know, people have memoirs, they write stuff down, autobiographies, um, but it's a very interesting take. 
um, because Dere Antigua writes, they don't know. You know, only successful people think they know why. Um, they, they have reasons for it, right? I think it was in this, um, there was an episode on Radiolab on, you know, some people have a good story for why they do heroic, heroic actions, but not of all of them 100% sure or like, you know, truly know the reason. They they have a reason. They they, they think they know the reason. Um, but, you know, like as Dere Antigua said, they think they do, but they don't. As the people who fail despite being competent, right? There's so many people that are much more skilled just, just on YouTube alone, right? I, I saw some military videos, a lot of very famous animators, a lot of very skilled people, like just like there are very, very skilled artists out there, right? And most of the time, the simple answer is the ever-present truth is that anyone can become rich, but not all of us. Very unique, um, very poisonous chicken soup. Um, I'll go through some of the terms uh, about that later, but I just wanted to mention my thoughts on that and then how uh, we're going to wrap it back up to web novels. Um, oh, just a lot, like feeling stones and crossing the river. That's another famous Chinese saying. Um, basically, um, you know, some people get rich. Um, so someone has to get rich first and then let other people get rich. That was a very famous um, Maoist um, communist uh, economic saying. A um, little bit Lenin Marxist, but um, mo mostly um, the Communist Party. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, really pouring the chicken soup. Um, chicken soup, as I said before, comes from the Christian literature books um, called Chicken Noodle Soup for the Soul. I remember reading that as a kid. Um, and, and I think a as a young person, that is definitely a piece of literature that you should read. You should always consume positive literature because that gives you a positive outlook on life, right? That gives you ambition. That gives you confidence. Um, but, you know, sometimes some people like to be a little realism, right? I, I remember reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad and some of the other uh, financial uh, self-help books. And there's always like, you know, you, the one thing you have to be wary of in finance is actually a couple people, someone who has never engaged in finance before, which I, I completely agree with. If someone's just talking about it and talking out of their, their butt, but they don't actually have that experience, they don't un really truly understand what is being said. So don't take financial advice um, from someone who doesn't do it. And even if you do, always be careful because, you know, it's your own money. Um, so basically, don't, don't listen to me is what I'm saying. And the second thing is, um, the, the other thing you want to be wary of taking advice from cynics, right? You know, cynic comes from the Greek word meaning dog headed, right? Um, who was the most famous cynic of all? There's a very famous cynic. Um, who was it? Diogenes, right? Um, but yeah, um, those are people who are going to put you down. They can tell you a hundred reasons why some, something failed, but they don't, they can't give a single reason why something succeeded. Very famous example. Um, but, you know, some people call it realism, right? Um, you know, real politique, um, you know, th there's various levels of that, right? I mean, Chinese chicken noodle soup is basically this positive energy, this ideology, ideological work, um, this adaptation, you know, when a salesman says, good job, right? Or, or just that various level of encouragement from your boss, right? We call that, you know, pouring chicken soup. I remember reading a line in the South Drifting era, another urban life uh, web novel about, you know, youth, um, youth um, campus, um, that's a genre, right, you know, uh, basically under the age of 18, um, going through the motions of high school, very much like uh, Homecoming is like the flowing years, that that web novel. Um, South Drifting Air is another one of the web novels I read, which did a poisonous chicken soup take on um, gold always shines, right? There's a very famous saying in Chinese, um, which basically translates to, um, you know, a piece of gold will always shine. Um, very, very similar to the English saying, um, a diamond in the rough, right? You know, um, 
he's a diamond in the rough, right? You know, good materials can't, won't always be hidden in the sand, right? They'll always shine brightly, right? But then, you know, the poisonous chicken soup for a Jing Zizong Hui Fa Guang, um, gold always shines, um, is, um, you know, um, I, I, I may have been a piece of gold, right? Maybe in the future I could have been polished, I could have turned into a gemstone, right? You know, a diamond in the rough, you know, eventually gets polished into a gem. But you didn't wait for me, right? So this is talking about a romantic, you know, someone broke up, someone was more realistic um, in romantic choices, right? You didn't wait for me. And maybe, maybe if you waited, waited for me, maybe I would have been a piece of gold. But time has, has proven that you were right, that I was not a piece of gold, right? I, I didn't shine in the end. I was just a, a broken piece of rock. I was just an old piece of rock. And I'm just having so many parables come to mind, like uh, Da Vinci's um, The Rock Falling from the Mountain from the great animated hero classics um, animations. Um, but like, um, you know, I was just a stone, right? Like, you know, I could have been a piece of gold that, that was shining that, you know, people didn't uncover. But maybe in the end, I was just a piece of stone that I didn't fulfill my potential, right? Um, very, very um, interesting um, poisonous chicken soup, right? Which is basically anti, anti positive energy, very, very negative, cynical energy, right? But, you know, some might call it more realist, right? Um, I remember thinking, right? Um, being happy or excited about something is awesome, but it's also very tiring. People like to be sad because it's not only easier to be sad, but it's also more comfortable, right? It's always like, right? Um, evolution, um, states that, um, you know, if you're always happy, then, you know, you kind of give up desires, right? You know, in order to keep being productive, you need to keep being, have, have desire to have passion, to have greed for something, right? Um, you know, right, work toward a direction, as some might say. Um, but you need to have a passion for something to really pursue it, right? To have that drive, right? Like um, the people who don't have that greed for something aren't going to start a new business. They aren't going to have that entrepreneurial spirit. Sometimes that entrepreneurial spirit comes from a place of greed. It's not always just passion, um, but it's very interesting. Um, where was, oh, the other quote I was thinking about was, um, besides the rock parable, was um, So basically just said, um, uh, um, every second is worth its weight in gold, but, um, but um, is worth um, a, a pound of gold or something of the sort, is worth its weight in gold. But not a single piece of gold can buy back a single second of time. Um, th that, that's the rough translation um, on Chinese gold. As I said before, very quotes heavy, very philosophy heavy. Um, but yeah, um, that, that's the gold in South Drifting Era. But very poisonous chicken soup. But I really like that. Um, especially that last line. The simple answer is, ever, is that the ever-present truth is that anyone can become rich but not all of us, right? Very similar to Chinese communists saying, um, um, you know, some people have to get rich first before others can get rich, right? That was, I think, a very famous Mao was saying. And then, you know, Wander the Nomad replied, um, um, a famous Anton Ego saying, um, uh, um, in the past, I have made no secret of my disdain for Chef Dusko's famous motto, anyone can cook. But I realize only now do I truly understand what he meant. Not everyone can become a great artist, but a great artist can come from anywhere. Right. Some people fulfill their potential. Right. You know, like Spassky, uh, Mikhail Tall and whatnot. And some people like Nezhmadinov never get the chance to become a grandmaster. Very unique, very interesting thoughts. Right. You know, the like, you know, forever um, the immortal grandmaster or something like that, the honorary grandmaster. Um, 
uh, talking about uh, Red Sheen and his medieval. I'm definitely butchering his first name. Um, but yeah, I, I love Anton Ego. I, I love. I, I think I remember reading an article, or maybe it was an episode from the Nerd Writer talking about Ratatouille, right? And some of the, I, I definitely recall reading an article on Ratatouille and, and some of the things that I when I was watching Ratatouille for the first time as a kid, right? Um, I didn't really understand the nuances uh, behind it, right? You know, you just saw a talking rat, an animated talking rat with these dreams and, and Remy, right? You know, that, that hapless kitchen boy. Um, and, and then you were just watching the entertainment of just an animated rat in the kitchen and just playing around with food. But, you know, as you've grown older and you go back and really watch the literature, you realize, wow, the writers actually knew what they were doing, especially some of the things that Anton Ego said about creation, about critiquing, right? Basically what, what YouTubers and influencers do on Twitch, on YouTube, streaming, culture, and whatnot. And um, basically, you know, you know, a critic, a critic's job almost is to promote positive values and to uncover truths right to give meaning right like you know people like the nerd writer produce great content like you know talking about things philosophizing about things um and allowing people to explore right you know i i to me thinking is is one of the most beautiful luxuries that you can you can achieve right i love philosophy i love reading web novels and i love thinking about it like not often will you have the energy or time to just take the moment to not only just self-reflect, which is just a beautiful thing in and of itself, right? You know, a lot of people have different self-reflection methods, whether it's meditation, writing a diary, but just the ability to be able to think, right? I think that's just such a beautiful thought, right? The freedom to think, to have the energy to think. I always found thinking a luxury because I very rarely have the energy to spend the time to think about the things I want to think about, right? Instead of doing work or having, you know, ha having projects to, to be working on and so on and so forth. But as I said before, very interesting stuff. Um, um, and, you know, the quote, you know, um, you may not always be 18 year old, but someone will always be 18 years old. Right. You know, this is just someone's story. Um, autobiography. I, I still I still stand by um, his message. I think it's very uplifting. Geekuk's message is very uplifting. Um, and although, you know, a lot of people may not agree with it, I, I think it's just definitely an interesting take. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to cover? What was the new information that I wanted to um, add a, up upon besides, you know, the various web novels that I've read, you know, and the various sources that I'm talking about. Um, give me one sec. I'll pop, pause really quick and then record again. Influencers, YouTubers, that's what I wrote. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, one other thing we talked about is spiritual needs, right? If you read any business novel, one of the things, like, is entertainment, right? Entertainment, um, you know, um, fulfills once you fulfill Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is food, water, shelter, um, then they slowly start to desire more things such as, you know, partners, um, social social values, right? Being able to talk to others, socialize with other people, um, uh, physical contact, um, and just spiritual needs as well, right? Um, feeling fulfilled, feeling like you're working toward a specific direction, as Giga mentioned. Very beautiful clip, by the way. Um, um, Oh yeah, business and uncertainty, but th that's more on the writing side. Um, give me one quick sec. Uh, there's other stuff about understanding, but I'm forgetting what I wanted to say. Okay, I'm gonna combine a couple of thoughts all at once. It's gonna—it's not gonna be easy, but I'm gonna definitely combine it. Um, so as I mentioned before, apocalyptic circle, right? There's always the standards for idols, right? For not just okay, there are various VTubers are idols, right? Then you have celebrities, you know, actors, and so on and so forth. You know, that's a different skill. Um, and they all fulfill that spiritual need, um, right? Um, I was watching VTubers, so I I, I won't um, 
thing. Um, but I, I never really understood the appeal of YouTubers until I started watching and I kind of understood. Um, it definitely fulfills a certain niche. Um, but I was thinking like, um, as I said, the quote kept, kept coming to mind, like, you know, you know, you may not be 18, but someone will always be 18, right? You know, um, niches come and go, right? You know, various um, trends come and go, whether it's Fall Guys, um, you know, chess, or, or whatever, whatever trends that happen in the moment, right? You know, you know, time, time will pass, right? Um, and so while you have that moment, while you're in the present, it, it's best to do what you can, right? Uh, I want to talk about this as well as the whole tree quote, right? The, the, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The second best time is now, right? You know, we, 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 we are always living in the present, right? And there's a lot of philosophy. I want to talk about that with um, writing a web novel, um, especially writing my current web novel. And I guess now is a pretty good time to advertise it as any uh, called This American Life. Um, definitely, definitely. I don't know if there's trademarked or whatnot, but because we're not in the same medium, one is doing a podcast and the other is, you know, writing. Um, I, I was definitely inspired by NPR's program um, um, from U.S. Um, US um, radio called This American Life. Um, and I wanted to write a web novel on that, um, a duo, basically in a dover genre, um, of an American perspective, right, rather than a Chinese perspective or a Chinese student, travel student, like, like full on American, um, for various reasons, um, identity purposes, you know, uh, there are a couple things I could definitely explore, but I don't want to get too much into race and identity and ethnicity at the moment. I want to kind of keep this pure, um, stick, sticking to web novel. Although I know one of these days we're going to have to talk about nationalism and web novels, but today is not that day, so let's not do it. Um, yeah, my, my a favorite quotes was definitely a little um, nationalistic in, in, in tone, I would say, for Chinese nationalism, um, but it couldn't be helped. Um, I watched The Wire afterward, though, or various clips of that in Peaky Blinder, um, re read some of the stories of that, um, as, as I did with like the Harry Potter fandom and whatnot. So, um, uh, uh, um, you know, it's always it's always fun to get multiple sources involved. Um, what was it about influencers I want to talk about? Um Oh yeah, we we hold certain standards for idols and influencers because, um, you know, they hold a very special position in, in life, right? One is, you know, that they rely on the goodwill of their donators, right? You know, to do anything at at a high enough level is not easy, right? You know, to edit and animate videos. Um, is very difficult, right? I, I never really understood what the saying was that photographers don't get paid, artists don't get paid a lot, right? Because, you know, um, the only time they get paid is by commission, right? But usually when they do their best work, they aren't getting paid for it, right? Like compared to some of the other people, right? Like, um, like you know, a lawyer does work and he gets paid quite a lot more than if um, an artist does his best work, even though, uh, you know, uh, because that's just where the demand is. We pay more for what we demand, right? Um, and then there's, you know, all that levels of suffering and education that are required. Um, but that doesn't mean people don't work hard, right? An artist probably works just as hard as a chef or a lawyer, maybe not in terms of education, but in terms of effort, you know, everyone's putting in a lot of work and not everyone's going to get rewarded for that work as much, right? You know, um, I remember this famous analogy about elevators, right? If you get on the right elevator and, you know, the elevator's going up, even if you're not good at it, you know, because you are on the right path, you you are going to get a lot more out of it. Whereas if you're on an elevator going down, like um, a bad industry or something, then you're going to suffer no matter how well you do, right? Like, um, like if, what would be an industry that would be declining? Um, 
Like, um, if you were an ivory crafter when they banned ivory, like, you know, th there's really no place for those skills to go. You could be the world's best ivory crafter, but because there's no demand for it, it's just going to disappear. So that's just kind of how things are, and that's kind of how, like, you know, more, more chicken noodle soup. Um, but what did this have to do with influencers? Uh... Oh yeah, but but then I realized I, I remember there there was a very famous um the anime man quote um I I I just learned that Giga used to call his channel Anime Zone, which is really cool. You know the you are now in the Anime Zone. <coughs> Sorry, you're now in the Anime Zone. Um, something something quote on that. Um, but like I remember the anime man talking about um being happy and then being i don't really like using profane terms like horny is not a profane term but talking about it, it's always awkward for me um but um being happy and being horny right um and, and you know joey's like why not both right you don't have like you know you can feel guilty definitely but you know why not both and then you know like i think that's one of the things about being young is that you want everything right that's that greed right so you know you, like there, there's no reason why you can't hold the job and do youtube at the same time definitely more difficult but it's definitely doable um, at the level at professional at a professional YouTube level, it's still difficult, right? It depends on how much energy you have, you know, the luxury that you are able to do. But I see no problem with that. You know, it may seem unrealistic, but you know, you you have to try. You know, um, especially you have that capital and youth to do so. Then why not? And this bring, brings me back to my web web novel and the various um, projects that I've worked on. Um, I've done a lot actually. Um, I've done. Um, Music transcription or, or tra tra transposition, so basically just transposing music sheets on MuseScore, which is a very fun experience. Um, video editing, uh, video editing, uh, gaming videos. Um, Pop Tropica was my thing back in the day, and some Flash um, didn't go anywhere. Um, I, I just didn't have the motivation or energy really to understand the energy required. Um, and then, you know, my most recent venture, which is web novels. And uh, it's just definitely been a fun journey, even if it's not, even if it doesn't reward, it's not rewarding, it doesn't pay out. Um, but, you know, I get to, I get to talk in my mind, I get to talk about things like I've done so much, right? I, I, I literally engaged on Discord for this very aspect, right? Otherwise, I'd be alone. I'd still be just writing review comments and, and you know, not publishing. Um, I did publish web novels two years ago. I did make videos like four years ago, but, you know, I'm finally returning to these industries again because I was like, what, 14, 15? I was in my teens when I started all this stuff. Um, and then, you know, now because I'm slowly putting it together and, you know, with COVID, I'm finally having the time to put all those skills to work, right? You know, uh, learning piano, learn all that stuff. Um, never learned it to a high enough level to actually use it, but, you know, just being able to combine all the things, right? Like I never learned animation or drawing to a high enough level, but I can do some. Animation, not really. I'd have to get tutorials in the software, but as I said before, I can if I really wanted to and I put my heart in it. Um, but yeah, like, like, uh, what are some of the things? When I started writing um, web novels um, or when I started publishing on web novel, um, I didn't really understand what all the software features was. Like I was writing basically for an audience, right? I want it to be seen. I want it to be recognized for my work. I mean, obviously, that doesn't always happen for new writers or users, right? Um, because most of the time, they just aren't good, right? Like, that's just kind of how the truth of it is. Um, so at, at the beginning, when you write or when you do something, you really have to write for yourself. It has to be about passion, right? You know, obviously, that passion kind of disappears over time as, you know, you might get, you might find it boring or might turn into work, right? That, that always really stands the test of time. Like, when I was doing, making YouTube videos or I was making, 
love novels for the first time, um, I was doing it because I wanted to get recognized for it. Um, but then I realized, you know, you do it because you want to do it, not because you want other necessarily want other people to see it, right? You know, we call these simple joys, right? Like, um, I didn't really understand what a collection was on, on web novel, which means, you know, getting your first reader, adding it to the library. Um, you know, like I, I cherish all my readers because I don't get a lot of them. So, you know, simple joys, right? Like, you know, this is this is what it, what what it means to just have one fan, right? You you take care of your fans when you don't have a lot of them, right? You know, this is why. Like, I never understood why um, streamers like were always so happy to have so many fans on, like, or a raid by a bigger streamer. But I kind of get it, right? You know, the bigger streamer gets that satisfaction of helping a smaller streamer, and then a smaller streamer just gets a nice surprise. Um, I remember some of my first thoughts on YouTube, which was, you know, you know, million subscribers is, is, is a good goal to aim for, right? You, you put six years of work in and, and eventually you'll get there, right? The question is how many people can make it, right? Well, what was the famous quote by Jack Ma, right? Today is cruel, tomorrow is even crueler, but the day after tomorrow, the sunrise, the day after tomorrow is beautiful, right? Very famous quote. Um, uh, or something like that. that. That's like the Chinese, roughly the Chinese saying. Um, but yeah, very naive. But I, I kind of get it. I kind of get like why why people are all a certain way. Um, but it, it, it's just so interesting. Like you know, all these simple joys. Um, like like some things like when you make it right. When when you're struggling. When when you're uncertain of the future. Right. You know, all those small things are, are just amazing experiences to look back on. Right. But that's only provided that you actually make it. Um. But I wanted to write all of those things into an urban life do-over web novel. Right. You know, like the uncertainty of that moment, the uncertainty of the present. Right. Like, you know, when you read do-over novels, a lot of those things are self-assured. Right. You know, buying Bitcoin, buying the stock market. Like, for a lot of those protagonists that do have in do-over novels, they are a kind of cheat, right? They themselves, the knowledge that they bring from the future is a kind of cheat, right? Because how many people would actually invest in Bitcoin in 2007 when it's absolutely worthless? Absolutely no one. It's only because it's worth something that people will actually invest in it, right? Like, it takes courage to invest in it when you're uncertain of something, right? Just like betting on the World Cup, right? You're, you're, there's no guarantee that the team you bet on is going to win. If you know it and you're 100% certain of it, then that's not really called a risk or a bet. That's called, like, foreknowledge. But the people that are willing to gamble, right? The will, are willing to gamble on those odds, right? The odds of starting a business with no sense of success, right? Um, to do something that may not return anything. That 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 is what we call entrepreneurial spirit. Um, that's something I always wanted. That's something I always want, enjoyed in, in do-over novels when I read it, right? Like it, not there. There's that always a question of what if, right? You know, that sense of substitution. But it's also just unique to see these ways and paths of success, right? That passion, right? That's what we call youth campus novels. It's always this passion in um, um, homecomings like those flowing years or South Drifting era it, or I Only Make Bad Movies. It's always those passionate speeches, always those passionate moments, right? Even in sports novels like Godfather of Champion, The Rest is Noise. It's that passion by the players, by the coaches, right? By by those students, right? Those classmates, right? In Homecoming of the Flowing Years that just make these web novels so enjoyable to read, right? Um, there's a lot of slog and filler if this is not your genre, but um, it's always fun to see, right? Like, you know, not everyone knows that oil prices are going to go up after, you know, when America entered the Iraq or Iran war, right? Not everyone knows that, you know, the yen was going to deprecate at the time of the Paris, uh, the Japan Kyoto Accords, right? You know, when housing, when um, the housing in, in Tokyo could 
cost more than all of the housing in America, right? And then the housing bubbles of 2008, um, the flash crash of 1992 in Asia, right? The 1998 Asian financial crisis, um, 2000.com bubble, right? Um, and so on and so forth. All these different 2003 SARS COVID thing, right? You, you kind of picked all these up, right? The George uh, George Soros Bank of England stuff. Um, but you kind of pick all these up when you, when you read Chinese um, web novels on like antique, um, web novels and do-over web novels, right? Like, like when you're a do-over novel, like all these things become assured, right? Um, and so it, it's interesting to see how, you know, the protagonists make use of that and make money, but it also is also all those ideals and the slice of life that the author injects, that philosophy and that chicken soup that the author writes that makes it fun. But it's also kind of very dangerous writing as well, um, that wish fulfillment and that indulgement, right? Because a lot of Wuxia has a lot of that wish fulfillment and indulgement just in different ways and to what extent, right? A lot of, I think, Wuxia has harem just because that's like um, kind of, you know, some of the ideas of the author. Um, you know, a lot of stories, Mary Susan and whatnot, very wish fulfillment, you know, fan fiction. Um, <coughs> a high-level fan fiction can become, you know, a good story in and of itself. I'm thinking of Fifty Shades of Grey and whatnot. Um but and wish fulfillment can be like that but um I, I think with do over novels there's a certain level of danger in getting too involved with your protagonist your main character uh, as a writer you need to maintain a level of separation so because it like uh, apocalypse novels when you write those they're always very miserable um overly sarcastic productions that's a beautiful video on apocalypse uh, novels um in the chinese machine translation you'll often come across is uh eschatological um hopefully i'm pronouncing that correctly um uh apocalypse uh apocryphal right whatever all, all those very end of the world um very miserable to write about because you know it's always about like this cruel world you, 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 your setting is not very fun um but do over novels suffer a different type of danger which is the danger of of indulging too much right like like so obviously like i have so many concerns right one is writing too many filler chapters right basically because a, a lot of these things about do over is enjoying youth um and then slice of life right so there are various moments that I enjoy injecting, right? You know, various personal moments that you write about, life experiences that you you remember, stories that you remember, right? So it's almost like writing a diary at times. Um, and the various friends and moments you've encountered during life, right? That That's like one of the requirements for writing a do-over novel, which is basically dissecting all these very specific slice of life moments, um, but also making sure not to make it too filler, right? Because you write too many of those and the audience is going to get bored. You want a sense of story progression. The other thing is these financial events, right? One is, you know, actually containing real knowledge, right? But not making it too technical. I remember researching um, state taxes um, in the U.S. government, which is basically... Um, a self-employment tax, how you make profits, when you file for taxes, um, at what level. Um, self-employment tax is what, 15% plus 2% for Medicare plus 0.9% above, I think, 100,000 or a quarter million. Um, the various franchise taxes for um, registering a comp company that doesn't even include the income tax after you've hit certain tax bra brackets. They do things a little bit differently in each state, right? Um, in California, it's like $800 um, and then $900 for each um, profit, gross profit margin you hit. Um, in Texas and New York, it's slightly different. Um, the franchise fees are flat, much cheaper as well. It's like $25 um, with a $300 filing fee. Um, and especially if you're going through, what is it called? Uh, LLC, Limited Liability Corporation, those are franchise fees. Um, and then you have to pay the self-employment um, tax fees. 
Um, and then you have to get a business license to operate your business on real estate. And th those are some of the stuff I eventually want to write into it. But as I said before, uh, some of the do-over novels get really technical. Um, and some of them you can really delegate to like managers and whatnot. And you need to write all those human relationships. Very unique. Um, what was it? Oh, so S Corp is basically where it's all filed. Um, it's all under one tax instead of getting taxed twice. One is taxed by the company and then one is taxed as personal income. Um, there's one called sole proprietorship, and then there is C Corp, which is a basically a commercial corporation. Um, that's where you can make it private or public. You can actually sell shares publicly. But for S and C Corp, you need like a board of directors. You need an annual report, um, various state requirements by the state controller and the financial bureaus and the Better Business Bureau, and all those other things that are associated with getting a business license and operating a business. Um, what else is there? Yeah, and then basically just keeping a business alive. Um, but yeah, um, but that's all. That all is classified under uh, technical stuff. So one is not too much filler, so not too much slice of life, not too much technical stuff, and then just not getting too attached and caught up in it, right? Because in in a sense, basically, it is a little bit of a wish fulfillment novel. Like this is what could have been. This this if like basically, um, the do over genre is basically like if I knew now. If if I um if I knew then what I knew now, plus all the knowledge that you had from these all all these years of passing, what would how would life be different? What 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 risks would you have taken? Right? What things would you have tried? And that's really what a do-over novel. The essence of of the Chinese do-over novel, right? Returning to 1979, um, Hello 1983, um, Cyber Hegemony 2001. Um, rebirth of 2002, South Drifting Era, um, Homecoming is like those flowing years, um, selling noodles from the noodle factory. I can go on and on. I, I have a whole TXT document with lists of Chinese titles with that various genre in mind. Um, you can read all of those on Chidi, and most of those are Chidi authors. I haven't really seen a lot by 17K and Song Hong, but as, then again, I don't really spend too much time on there because they're. I, I find that their um, UI is not as clean as the Chidi site. <clears throat> but yeah, th this is like, you know, this is like the anime normies and then like the manga readers, right? This is like, you know, the light novel readers and then the heavy web novel readers, right? I, I don't want to go with like the Chad and the Virgin memes, um, like the Giga Chad, but it, it kind of feels like just, you know, finding your niche and, and then w what you enjoy reading. Because compared to some of the heavy light novel readers, I'm barely scratching the surface. Um, obviously, I, I have a little advantage because Google translation technology is there. So, you know, I, we live in a good era, right? Um, this prosperous age, as you wish. Um, uh, various Chinese quotes and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so two over novels, um, you always worry about getting too, too caught in your own story, right? Um, like, you know, you don't want to reminisce too much on your past because you still have the present, right? Like, as I, as I said before, whenever I write the, a, this do-over novel, I, I, some moments are fine. Like, there's some moments where it's like, oh man, this is such a good chapter, this is so fun, I wish I could have done that. But at the same time, sometimes it's like, I don't want to get so stuck stuck in the past, I neglect the present, right? I neglect the future, right? Because the future is bright. Um, well, I, the, the future, I always like that quote, like, the future is bright. Like, the, your future is so bright, bright it's blinding me, right? I, I love that quote. Um that optimism toward the future, right? You know, I, I think I talk about Chinese optimism, um, which is very unique. Um, but yeah, like, you know, this is not the future that was promised to us. That's like the more sadder saying. But um, yeah, because, you know, the present is ongoing. And like, as I said with a tree quote before, right? You know, 
the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. Um, but the second best time is now, right? If you the any if you want to do anything, if you want to start anything, you know now there's no other time to start than now, right? Um, a lot of chicken soup here. Um, but yeah, especially if the time and energy to do it, um, or even if you need time to prepare, then you know go start, find a sense of direction, um, and then then try it if that's what you want to do. Um, so. Yeah, like, as I said before, with, like, I, I, I've i read, like, what, back to 2002 to be a doctor, right? You know, the, the author is either in medical school or he's a practicing doctor. He's a, not an attending physician. What What is it? Resident? Yeah, he's, he's a resident. And he's he's writing web novels in his free time, right? I feel like authors are a very sad existence. They're very much like artists or voice actors or whatnot or animators or, or game designers or game programmers in which... Um, they usually live very unhealthy lives, right? I remember reading Uncle China's Uncle Entertainment. One of the things that drew me to the author um, is the fact that, you know, he was one of the people who was the first writers on the site. And he's not one of those famous platinum god writers, right? The writers that, like, you know, make millions from their IPs and works, right? But he, he is a very famous writer and he has his own set of fans, right? I, I've, I've seen stories that were acts, right? Why It Never Ends. Uh, no, not that specific title, Um uh, I am already dead. I think that was the title. Um, and he asked it because, you know, not enough fans were reading it. <clears throat> there are authors, right? Like, um, I think it was, no, not Mirror Authority Nomenclature of the Night. But one of the authors that I read, uh, his leg is like broken or something. Um, and, and he's still writing anyway, right? You, you read the stories of, of the writers, the, auth the authors behind these amazing web novels, and you find they live very, you know, mediocre lives, very normal lives, and they're writing in their free time. Right. Um, you read about some of the um, Go, right? Uh, Weichi, right? The Go industry, right? A lot of Weichi players, right? Not all of them play professionally. Most of them are actually amateurs, right? They're businessmen. They're people who have the time to spend on Go, right? Like, like I think Go is a little bit sadder than the chess industry, whereas the chess industry, some of them, you know, they can play full time, they get advertisement. In China, the Go industry is much less subsidized, right? You have to have a business or have a job on the side and then study Go as well. You play Go in your free time, right? Very much like a lot of some YouTubers, animators, they do a lot of that stuff in the free time and still have a second job, right? You know, anime, an, like you know, animation is what they do in the free time. Making YouTube videos is what they do in the free time, and, and then they still have work to do. And I, I think that's a very interesting way to go about it. And some people do full-time. Um, what was my point here? Give me one second. <laughs> I need to pause again. I think that's basically just saying authors are a sad bunch. And, and you just don't want to get stuck in that cycle, right? Like, if, if it's your hobby and it's something that you want to do for free, then it's fine. But if that's, like, the end goal, that's the direction that you, you want to be, like, it, like I, I, I don't know. Like I definitely don't want to do writing full-time. I, I want to do this as a hobby. And then, you know, I'm... Um, you know, like, like with podcasting and YouTube, I'm like kind of doing this just because no one to talk to, right? So talking to myself and hopefully someone listens. Um, and even if not, then I think it's just, you know, I've, I've left behind something. I left left behind anything, um, not necessarily a value, but uh, just to say I did something. Um, uh, well, there are some other quotes as well. Life is long. It's a very famous one by the King's Avatar. Um, and just in general, um, and I think that's about it. This Broken Age, Opus. Those are just some video games, though, off the top of my head that just come to mind for whatever reason. Um, yeah. Um, 
I, I love talking about optimism, not going to lie. Um, optimism toward the future and whatnot. Um, my mood kind of comes and goes, though. Like I, enjoy, I, like, I think if you read my web novel, you'll find that I write in a very sad tone, honestly, because I write the most when I'm unhappy or sad or, or just in a bad mood. Um, I feel like it's like, what was the famous quote, right? Authors write best. Uh, the be greatest gift an author can have is a... Uh, uh, terrible childhood, right? Um, a childhood full of suffering, because then they have more to write. And then you have all those, you know, famous quotes about Russian authors, which is, there, so many great works come from Russia, because it's so cold there, they have nothing else to do, but stay inside and write. And then brings out a lot of stuff about schools out by um, Disney Recess, which it was like, there's the movie, I'm not taking back fifth grade, but um, summer vacation or something, um, which is like, you know, the best, it's the countries with the best education are the ones are, are also the countries. Uh, that are the most cold or closest to the North, North Pole because, like, you know, they don't have summer vacation or summer break or whatever dumb, dumb reason. But there's a sense of kernel of truth to that, right? Because I remember going to a colder place and, like, having to stay inside all day. So there's really nothing else to do. Um, Very interesting stuff. Um, I'm kind of rambling at this point. Um, So I, I'll just wrap this up really quickly and then, then you guys can go on your merry way. Um, But, yeah, um... I'm really not sure what to label this episode. Maybe chicken noodle soup might be a good term, good place to start. Um, a little bit about my own web novel and some of my experiences with writing it. Um, I always like to overanalyze the stuff I do, self-reflect a little. Um, and hopefully it had some mediocre to um, relationship with web novels, I guess, as most podcasts tend to stray. Um, and I tend to stray a lot. <laughs> I'm reminded of my history textbook strayer way back in high school. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I'm glad to be recording these. And I'm surprised I even made it to episode 8. Just like I was surprised I made it to chapter 20 with my writing. So yeah, very enjoyable. Very um, interesting thing to do. And yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. <laughs>